Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Okay, uh, second week in May. Things are really chewing along here. (laughs) Spring's coming. The plants are all coming up in my garden. It's beautiful outside. And Dave and I thought, you know, since we had Carly on last week, and it it was a really inspiring conversation that we should talk about courage, because courage is is a big part of all of this for us. Um, So actually, I'm actually just going to throw it over to you, Dave, right away, because you had this really um, what I thought really beautiful, I don't know, is it a little poem or it's like a little quote? about courage and I'd really like you to read it to start off with. And I think that'll spur our conversation for today. So I'm just gonna throw right to you and get you to share this inspiring little piece. Well, Allie, thanks, it's always great. So why are we talking about courage today? Well, first of all, as this pandemic goes on and here in Alberta, like we're slammed again, we're we're on shutdown. I don't think anybody had any idea that this thing would be going on 18 months later. And you know what? There are parts of the world, if you're in Australia right now, there is no pandemic. Yeah. There's parts of the world that have moved on, at least for now. But this thing is a long ways from moving on. It just depends on where you are in the world. So from our particular viewpoint here, it's taken some courage to get through this. And we just want to offer some thoughts about what does courage have to do with leadership? What does courage have to do with being authentic? 
what does courage have to do with being caring right now? And let's reflect on that. Now, I'm in the recovery community. I spend probably 20 hours a week volunteering my time with recovering addicts. And it gives me great strength to watch addicts who have, who have courage to put down their drug, especially right now. And I can get very emotional about this. And I had a, a person send me the other day a reflection because most of us have daily reflections that we, that we think about and contemplate. And this daily reflection came and I wanna read it to you. When a person wakes up each morning and rises through sweaty nausea to face frightening reality with bones rattling and nerves screaming. When a person stumbles through the day in a pit of despair, wishing to die, but refusing to die. When a person gets up the next day and does it all over again, that takes guts. That takes a kind of real basic survival courage, a courage that can be put to use if that person ever finds their way to recovery. That person has learned courage the hard way. And when that person finds recovery, they discover new and beautiful ways to use that courage. So I'm just reflecting on what have you done? What have I done? What have we done as listeners to be courage, courageous in our life? What does courage even mean? It takes courage to show up. It takes courage to walk through day to day the reality of this pandemic right now. It takes courage to be a single parent who have perhaps, for whatever reason, been left to raise their kids on their own, to show up every day, whether you feel like it or not. This is what authenticity is. It's not living your life in what's comfortable or easy. You don't know courage until you know and get close to complete and utter despair. And having said all that, courage is on a whole spectrum. There's a variety of courage. What yeah, are your, think, thoughts, what are your <laughs> thoughts about courage and what does it have to do with authentic leadership? Yeah, I think, well, I just, I think that's so important. Um, you saying that it's on a spectrum because there's all different ways in which we will either want to show up or be required to show up that will that we'll, we'll need courage. We'll need to access courage within ourselves to do the things that are generally going to make our lives better. And for some reason, it's the things that are going to make our lives better that require courage. I don't know why, <laughs> but those really meaningful things, we really have to connect with our hearts and you know, remind ourselves that these are really important, that this conversation is really important to me, that I wanna tell this person that I love them, you know, every day for the next month and make sure they know I want to be aware of the things that are happening around. I mean, it takes courage just to be aware, especially in this day and age of everything that's happening with COVID and everything that everybody's going through, because when we're aware, we start to connect and then we have empathy and we have to go through all of those feelings. And that takes courage as well. And I think, um, I mean, I think we're always, we're always leaning into courage, hopefully, 
um, and in different ways, but we've been called to be courageous in pretty uh, momentous ways in the last 18 months. And um, I think when we move through this time and when we kind of get to our new normal, whatever that's going to be, I hope that we can reflect on these like really big things that we've all worked through. And, you know, as I'm saying that some of the things for me have been some of the really dark down uh, deep times that I've had the courage to get up the next day and say, I need to figure this out or, you know, um, figuring out how to lead a team through a pandemic that takes courage. Um, and so my heart's out to every leader out there. There's just been so many incredibly um, challenging things that we've all faced um, that I think are shaping who we are for our future too. Absolutely, absolutely. Courage comes from the Latin word cure, core means heart. And I, I, I think it's, it's worthy to just stop for a moment and just reflect on what are we doing? What is called upon right now? that requires courage right now. And to me, it's about opening our heart and being vulnerable to show up, even if it's the last thing in the world that you feel like doing, but be a do it because it's the right thing to do. And most people who get these courageous awards, who, you know, jump into a, uh, pool and save somebody even though they can't swim themselves but put themselves at risk and then afterwards they're given a maybe a governor general courageous award a medal of honor most people who do that and get honored for it will have my experience is that they say well I wasn't courageous mm -hmm. I just did what was necessary and most of what we do that's courageous at the time doesn't actually feel like courage. It just says, well, I'm just going to show up. Yeah, I'm this just, is an I'm, interesting I'm story. Gonna, what's that? I have an interesting story with you for you. I've never shared with you. So, oh gosh, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago uh, in the restaurants, we used to have, I mean, we still have them, but they're like yearly annual general meetings and so we had a meeting one year where they did this one-off thing where they awarded a courage award to somebody in the organization and they actually awarded it to my husband Chris and it was totally unknown we had no idea it was coming um so it was this crazy thing and they stood up there and talked about you know, him going out and uh, running ultra marathons and barely making it to the finish line and then deciding how he wanted to learn how to run a marathon and barely finishing a marathon. And then, you know, deciding he wanted to run a marathon in less than three hours and 30 minutes and then eventually making it to Boston and kind of like told this whole story about how it takes courage to show up every single day and do that. And I remember 
at least for me personally, the recognition of that was really incredible because I mean, I'm his wife, so I'm like, yeah, you're getting up, you're (laughs) doing your thing every day. But I remember him bandaging his toes and I remember him, you know, going to bed and he was so sore and sometimes he couldn't stand up when he was training. And I just thought it was like kind of (laughs) crazy, but it was this, it was this courage to face what he had as a dream and to achieve it. And um, I think it's really beautiful because people recognize that in the world too. And so you're talking about people getting these awards and Chris said the same thing. He was like, I don't know what they're talking about. And I was like, oh babe, like this is, this is incredible (laughs) what they're talking about. It's such a cool perspective on everything you've done and you've worked so hard. And um, there's some beauty in that acknowledgement. And that's part of the human experience that I, I really like too, you know, Um, because it inspires other people. We're inspired by other people's courageous acts and uh, ability to challenge themselves and to do things that are either change the world or change them or change their life. Like we see it all the time. You're one of those examples. And um, yeah, so there's something to that too, that recognition of it and understanding of courage as well. We're all doing something courageous right now. And as we have talked, that's a great story, by the way. Mm-hmm. Story. You know, we say there's no courage without vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And there's many ways we can be vulnerable. It's taking a risk. It's moving into the unknown. When we don't know what the result will be, we, we, we find our security paradoxically in the uncertainty because without uncertainty you can't realize possibility so it's not courageous for a lifeguard to jump into a pool when that's their job and they're competent and they know they're competent there's no vulnerability it's a it's a it's a pure part of their job but when someone is uncertain whether they have the strength to pull this dying person, this drowning person out of the pool or wherever they are, they're now exposing uncertainty. That takes courage. So I'm gonna suggest two things. I'm gonna suggest that every one of our listeners right now is doing something today that is courageous. And our challenge is to see if you can shine a light on it. You may need to get feedback from other people. What are you seeing today that I'm doing that's courageous? And be open and vulnerable to hearing and getting feedback. Because what's the, what the world calls for today, Allie, is caring and compassion and unity in a divisive world. And the one of the ways that we can tap into what unifies us is to be open and vulnerable to the possibility that what I'm doing right now is courageous. And to be open to learn and to just have a light shine on it. Nothing 
to change, nothing to judge, but just to consider the possibility. It can be inspiring when someone acknowledges that what we're doing is courageous. We don't do it for that reason, but it can be one way to really support each other. I am very curious when you tried to convince Chris that his act was courageous, what did that do for him and what did it do for your relationship? Oh, it was, it was really cool. It made him so proud. He had, it was interesting because he, I feel like he turned 25 or 26 and he went to play basketball with some friends and couldn't run up and down the court three times. And so that's where this all started. He was like, oh my God, I don't want to be like an old man and then not take care of myself. And I want to have a good life with Allie. And, and all of a sudden had this epiphany <laughs> that his health was important to him. And so it was this journey, right? So by the time he got this award, he was, you know, 30, 32. And so he'd been on this journey for a while and he didn't do it for recognition. He didn't do it for, you know, he was all for him and all to challenge himself to see what he was capable of. And yeah, I mean, I just, I was so proud of him. <laughs> I think I was proud of him anyway. So I have this thing uh, I really miss these days because he doesn't run marathons anymore, but I used to stand at the finish line of marathons and just get so emotional. Like I'd be like watching all the marathoners finish and like these guys coming down their army suits and it would just be like welling up at me the whole time. And then Chris would come and it was just like, it was so cool. Um, I'm so blessed. I mean, I got to go to Boston seven years in a row. So I got to be a part of that crazy community. And so I know that energy and it's just something so special. And how cool is it when the person you love most in the world is like doing that, right? It's just so incredibly inspiring. So it was a beautiful here's experience. What I, here's what I'm taking out of this conversation today. And I hope our listeners will take something similar. It's courage is a lot like leadership. It, it, you can't declare yourself courageous. Just like you can't declare yourself a leader. You're not really a leader until somebody says you're a leader. You can't get promoted to being a leader. You have to, it's in the eyes of the beholder. You, you really have to I'm going to say wait, but wait's the wrong word, but someone has to declare that you're a leader. And so I'm going to go home today and I'm going to let Val, my dear wife, know how courageous she is mm. to support the dream that you and I have mm -hmm. to take our message of authenticity to the world. And she courageously supports that every day. I'm going to let her know. And I'm going to, encourage our listeners to look around and maybe it's the clerk at the store who shows up every day for a minimum wage that makes sure that our groceries are delivered and maybe it's a healthcare frontline and maybe it's a school teacher Who in your life do you know? Who do you meet on the street and see their courage? Because we all have a story. And I hope that we can 
shine the light on all kinds of courageous acts because I think it's a lot like beauty. It's around us all the time, but we have to slow down enough to shine a light on it and to recognize it. Beautiful. And if you want to see courage, I mean, it was Mother's Day yesterday. Just look to any mother in this entire world. And there is a whole lot of courage packed in there. There's Beautiful. a courage in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see how you show up for that little nephew and niece of you. <laughs> That's fun, though. It doesn't matter. Birth to them. <laughs> it doesn't matter how how uh, how it how easy it feels. You just do the right thing, and let's make a pact that when someone acknowledges courage in us, that we someone that we care about acknowledges courage, let's be careful that we don't dismiss it, that we let it sink in. Because we need to encourage each other right now. Thanks for a great conversation, Alice. Thanks, Dave. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it or subscribe or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us until we meet again.